Up next, a message from Victory Life Church of Milton. And I really, really, really am excited about this new year. Um, let me say this. And this man, he, he, he's, he's a humble cat, humble turkey. I mean, <laughs> golly, he's a good guy. And he's my personal good buddy. But there's a, there's a man in here, okay, that has cancer, all right? And he didn't have a way to church. He didn't have anyone to ride him to church, to drive him to church today. And, and if there's anybody in here that could say, you know what, all right, I don't got a ride, I'm just going to lay, I'm going to lay in bed, you know, goodness gracious, I, you know, I got cancer, man, I think I deserve to just chill out this Sunday. Well, my buddy gets in his car and drives up here all by himself, even though he's dealing with, with a lot of pain and a lot of uh, uncomfortableness. So, and I, I'm not trying to puff the guy up, but Jack, that's the kind of guy I want to be, man. That's what I want to be. You know, I want to be that type of guy that's like, you know what? Nothing's really working out right now, but God, you were good. God, you were in control. God, you have a good plan. Uh, no matter what, I'm going to worship you. I'm going to be with other believers. And that really, really encourages me, man. And I think that we can all uh, learn from that. You know, and like I said, I'm not, I'm not trying to give Jack the big head, but, but it, it, that ministers to me, man. When somebody says, you know what, eh, maybe things aren't going the way that I want them to go, but I'm going to go worship the Most High God. All right, so anyways, I just wanted to say that. Isaiah 43 and verse 18. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. That's our verses for today. Dear Father God, we love you and we praise you, Lord. Thank you for getting us through this year. Thank you, Father God, that you have wonderful and exciting adventures ahead for us, Lord. And that you'll never leave us or forsake us. Your will be done in this service. Thank you for your anointing. Let us leave here refreshed and encouraged and energized, Lord. In Jesus' wonderful, precious name we pray. Amen. Give the Lord some praise real fast, guys. So here we are, man. We're, 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 we're almost done with 2020, man. You know, I sit down for a couple minutes last night. I'm like, at the end of every year, I kind of sit back and not because I want to, but because I'm preparing a sermon about the new year and the closing of the old year or something. I'll kind of look back and think, well, what happened last year? Man, I didn't have to think very much about this one right away. I mean, we have this COVID thing going on, you know, the shutdowns, the financial strain, the, the sicknesses, you know. Um, we had that little hurricane, which wasn't much of a little hurricane. It was a pretty big hurricane. It caused a lot of damage. Um, the election thing, you know, um, the riots in the street. We've lost loved ones. A lot of people in here have lost loved ones this year. I lost, uh, I lost my kid nephew. Um, he didn't die of natural causes. He was just out and out murdered, man. You know, it's, in a lot of ways, man, it's been a really, really hard time. You know, but see, here, here's the deal, man, is, is, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, that, it, well, it's in the furnace of affliction where God makes his man. And none of us wanted to go into 2020 and, and you know, have the tough time that we had. 
but I know that I've enjoyed an intimacy that I did not have the previous years with the Lord, that I've grown in relationship with him. And I hope and pray that maybe I matured a little bit spiritually, but I've certainly enjoyed, you know, hanging out with God and, and just, you know, he makes these promises, Dalton, in, in the word. And he is so faithful. He is such a faithful God. And thank the good Lord he's faithful or we'd be in a mess. Thank the Lord that he doesn't give up on us or say, oh, they're really going to get a good one when 2020 rolls around. Watch this, Gabriel. You know, but, you know, it, it's been a heck of a year. But in a lot of ways, man, it has been an amazing year as far as my relationship with the Lord. And so I don't know what we're heading into next year. I, w I want everybody, I want it to be a cakewalk. I want it to be wonderful. You know, but I know this in one way, it can definitely be wonderful. You know, because we have this relationship, this covenant relationship with the most high God, the creator of the universe, who says, no matter what happens, no matter what's coming your way, just trust in me. And you know what? It's like my old buddy Al used to always say, God is in control. And that is a true statement. So at this time of year, we do get a little optimistic. You know, every single one of us in here, we got some sort of little thing. Most of us have something we want to take care of in the new year, you know, finally, you know, lose that extra weight or whatever. We all got those silly things that we got planned. But listen here, man, we do really need to be excited. We do need to be excited and expectant because we serve a miracle-working God. And it's time to be expectant, church. It's time to get excited. I mean, I really believe we're about to see some amazing things in this new year, some amazing old-school miracle-type stuff. But see, here's the deal, man. We need to be expectant. And, and Satan obviously wants to steal your blessing. He wants to steal your joy. He wants, he, wants you to, he wants you to doubt what God wants to do. But let God be true and every man a liar. Can I get a witness? It's time to be excited. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Now, this is what we got to do, guys. Well... Let me break it down like this. I think that, that humans, cats, people, I mean, not cats as in animals. I mean, let me just start over. A lot of folks, man, we're, we're stuck in the past. We're completely stuck in the past. You know, something happened, and we're stuck back there. Or we focus on our mistakes, our regrets, our sins, our shortcomings, our failures. Um, and we've all had them. You know, so as we look back on closing up this year, we're like, oh, man, I dropped the ball here. I dropped the ball there. Listen, listen to this. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. So if you drop the ball, dust yourself off, repent, and let's get excited about this new year. Okay? And some of us, man, we're like just kind of um, just trying to keep our head above water. You know, it's been a tough time. And we have all these pains and regrets and torments that we won't let go of our past. And God is giving us this wonderful blessing because new year, new start, the word of God says, just throw that stuff away. Throw that stuff away. Matter of fact, look at Hebrews 8 and verse 12. Talking about, I'm talking to Christian folks right now. And if you're not a Christian, you need to get with this. Meaning you need to accept Jesus Christ because this is what God does with your failures. This is what God does with your sins, okay? I repent of my sins. I ask Jesus Christ to forgive me of my sins. I ask him to be my Lord and Savior. I believe he is who he says he is.
Okay, then a supernatural thing happens when I ask Jesus Christ to be my Lord and Savior. Maybe you see sparkles. Maybe you fall over backwards. Maybe you don't feel nothing. Okay, but if you mean this, Jesus Christ, I need you. I believe you are the Son of God. I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. He's going to take you up on that. And then look at this right here. Hebrews 8, and and you need to do that today if you haven't done it. Hebrews 8 and verse 12. For I will be merciful toward their iniquities. Isn't that cool? Church, isn't that cool? Man, I mean, look, we're all a bunch of messed up folks, man. (laughs) Ain't none of us perfect. But look, this is what happens when we accept that perfect gift. For I will be merciful toward their iniquities, and I will remember their sins no more. So God takes our sins, and he throws them away. And God doesn't forget anything. But what he's saying is, I'm not going to bring it up anymore. It's like it never happened. It's not an issue to me because the blood of my son has washed that away. Okay. So our sins are forgiven, man. What a wonderful blessing. Okay. Now look at Philippians 3 right here, 3 and 13. This is the Apostle Paul. All right. Now what we're talking about right now is not being bound up in our past, man. You know. Bound up with those past mistakes, those regrets. Hey, where people hurt me and all that stuff. And I know that stuff is real, man. Okay, and Satan wants that stuff to destroy your life. He doesn't want you to be optimistic or move forward into this new year. He wants you to bring that same baggage. Satan wants you to bring that same baggage into the next year. This is going to be like every other year. We're all probably going to die. You know, see, check this out. Philippians 3 and verse 13. This is the Apostle Paul. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. I like that. The Apostle Paul, Travis is saying, I'm not saying I'm perfect, guys. I'm not saying I've I've got it all. But he's like, I do have this. I got this going for me. I'm pretty good about this right here. Brothers, I do not consider that I've made it my own. But one thing I do. It's like, I got this. I'm pretty good about this. You can follow me with this right here. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind. You think about that. The Apostle Paul had so much baggage, man. Think about his past. Okay, he had that super awesome pedigree, that amazing education. But also, man, like the throbbing toothache of the heart, man. You know, the fact that if if he didn't push it away, it would have drove him crazy. The fact that he rounded up Christians. The fact that he persecuted Christians. You know, that would certainly destroy a man if he didn't learn to give it to God. And that's what he had to do. He had to learn. He had to, he had to learn. You know, I can do all things through Christ. I got to give this to God. So he, the Apostle Paul had a crazy past. But he said, you know, I forget all that. I, for, I forget my pedigree. I forget all that stuff. I forget my famous buddies. I ain't worried about none of that. And the painful things that could keep me up at night, when they pop into my head, I give them to God because I'm moving forward. Isn't that cool? Brothers, I do not consider that I've made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. So here we are, man. We're at this really weird time in the year, you know, you know, where we're about to break through to a new year, and none of us really know what's waiting for us, but God does. Picture this guy running the race, man, and he's just giving it all he has. That's, what the, that's the point the Apostle Paul's making. Like, yeah, I got a pass, but I give that to God. It's not going to hold me back. 
church, we got a past. Everyone's got a past. We got regrets from last year. We got regrets from when we were four years old. We got, there's a lot of things, man, but we just give it to God and we move forward. Amen. Giving my all to be what God wants me to be. And that's what we need to decide. Hey, is it, is it about what Sister Rachel wants? Is it about what Sister Claudia wants? Or is it about what Paul wants? Or is it about what the Most High God wants? Because he's the one that created us. He's the one that died for our sins. He's the one that saved our soul. And he, he's the one that has done all these things for us. And he provides for us and he takes care of us. And he's like, hey, don't just let this year be like every other year. You know, let's get rid of all this dead weight and let's go all in. Let's give it all to Jesus Christ. You know, like what Brother David was saying, let's just give it all to the Most High God. Let's, let's just throw off all this weight, all the regrets, all the sins, all the baggage, all the things that we like doing that we know we shouldn't do, all the things that are breaking God's law. We, you know, if it's against God's law, we need to deal with it. We need to let God deal with it. Can I get a witness? Does that make sense this morning, guys? Okay, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. And that, you know, that also goes for your victories, man, your accomplishments, your breakthroughs. And yet we need to be uh, um, happy about that. We need to be positive about that. We need to be positive and, and excited about that. But let's not just dig in and get complacent and say, well, I did enough last year. I read through the whole Bible last year. I'm done with that. I'm going to put it on the shelf. Nope, nope, okay, it's good that we've had these amazing victories, okay, but it's, it's, you know, my football coach, uh, he's not my football coach anymore, but uh, in high school, man, you know, I, I played the football thing, and I did that, and um, so my coach says this thing, coming off of a really good year where we won, I think we won every game or whatever, and he's like, boys, boys, gather around, something like that, I don't know, he's like, boys, you can't be complacent about your victories of last year. You know, you know that's not good enough. That's good. That's fine for them. But just don't get lazy, okay? And, you know, for some reason I remember that. But I didn't take the advice back then, but, but I do remember that, you know. So here we are, you know, and we, we have this tendency to be like, yeah, you know, some of us are like, yeah. I came, I, I, I've made a lot of leaps and bounds with my relationship with the Lord, you know? Well, don't give up, man. Don't say that's enough. I mean, we don't do these things to earn our salvation. We don't earn our salvation. You can't earn your salvation. Jesus Christ paid for our salvation. We accept that precious gift, okay? But we need to be uh, uh, thankful, right? We need to be thankful for what God has done for us. And there should be that change. If you don't feel something going on, if you feel completely cool with, the, with doing the same old sins and it doesn't bug you, there's nothing going on, you know, you don't feel any conviction, well, we need to run back to the cross, man. I'm not saying you're not saved. That's between you and the Lord. But I'm saying, I know that when I accepted Jesus Christ, man, there was, yeah, I still did a lot of the things that I knew that weren't good for me, that weren't positive, you know, that were illegal, stuff like that, you know. But, but there was a change in me as far as when I went to do them. It's like, hey, I don't feel so good about this, you know. There's a change in you. And then you listen to that, that still small voice. Instead of pushing it away, you listen to that still small voice. And eventually, if you don't give up these things, you're going to be a very miserable Christian. Very miserable, you know. 
One foot in the world, one foot in the church ain't going to cut it. It's going to make you so miserable. But, you know, anyways, let me just move forward with this. Um, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. 19, behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? So whether you like it or not, we're about to step into a new thing. We're about to go into this new year. And who knows what's going on? I don't know what's going to happen. But see, not only are we stepping into this scary new, new year, you know, and a lot of us are totally stoked and excited about it because, hey, one thing it ain't is it ain't 2020. You know, it's, you know. But see, not only are we stepping into that, that new year, and we have that freshness, we get the privilege of this fresh start, okay? But I honestly believe from the bottom of my heart, God is calling his people to a deeper walk. You know what I mean? And I know that sounds like a broken record. I say that all the time. You know when I'll stop saying it is when we all get there. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're, we're all going to be on that journey forever. We're all growing in relationship with the Lord. You know, we're all growing in intimacy. So this is just, this is what we're talking about. But it is, this is what God, I really believe this is what, this is for us right now. You know, God wants his people to be optimistic, excited about this new year. Okay. But make a decision, man, that I'm not satisfied with my relationship with the Lord. That I do want more of him. Let's look at Ephesians 4 and verse 22. This is, what, this is what God wants out of his folks, man. And this is what we need to be excited about. We have this brand new awesome year starting up. Look, Ephesians 4 verse 22. To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. Okay, so I'm not that person anymore. I'm not that person. I've been bought at a price. I am a new creation. Amen. Can I get a witness? Now, what we have going on here is we have, a, we have a bunch of dead weight, man, that we've been dragging around. Things that aren't productive to our relationship with the Lord. A bunch of baggage, okay? Maybe we're just stuck in the past. we got all these regrets where people hurt us and all that stuff. Maybe we just got some bad attitudes. Maybe we just downright are just hardcore sinning, man, and God's pleading with us. Man, give this stuff up. Give this stuff up. Can I get a witness? See, this is what God's calling us to. A deeper walk. Sister Claudia was talking to me the other day, and when she said it, I was like, yeah, I know, because that's exactly how I feel like God has been talking to me about. She was talking about how the Lord was telling her, telling the church through her that we need to renew our marriage vows to our Lord and Savior. Does that make sense? Why do people renew their marriage vows? Okay, so I pondered that for a moment. Because when she said that, I was like, yeah. I didn't look at it that way, but that's exactly what God has been kind of ministering to me about. Going into this new year, that brand new start. So one of the reasons people renew their marriage vows is because they made a mess of it. You know, they made a mess of it. I, you know, I just, I just want this person to know that, that I'm in it to win it. Now, I'm, I'm serious about it. You know, there's that. And then sometimes you just want to just say, hey, I just want everybody to gather around that loves me, and I want them to see how much I love this other person. You know, there's a lot of different reasons why people would renew their vows or go through a ceremony like that. But see, let's look at it like this. Let's stand up in front of the world and say, God, I just want everyone to know that I love you. And, and, and uh, you've been so good to me. 
and I'm going all in, you know. It's not about anything else. It's not about, any, it's not about what I want to do in my life. It's about what you want because it's all about you. Can I get a witness? Give them some praise. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. God is doing a new thing, not just a new year. That's an awesome springboard. You know what I mean? But God's calling us to a deeper walk. It's time to get excited and serious about that. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? Do you not expect it? Do you not think that God can do these things in our life? Uh, anybody in here expecting a miracle? Anybody in here expecting God to do some amazing things? I'm not saying this year is going to be easy. I don't expect it to be easy. But, you know, that's, that's when we're going to get closer and closer to the Lord. And it might, it might be nothing compared to 2020. It might make 2020 look like a Muppets movie or something, you know? Who knows, man? I don't know, but God knows. But I know God's working in me. I know God's working in me. I know God's, God's drawing me closer. We got to move a little bit further. No, we need to move a little bit closer, right? Where are the fires burning? Can I get a witness? Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at Ephesians real fast. To put off your old self. Oh, that person's dead. To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life. So we're not that person anymore, but that old lifestyle, those old cravings, those old hungers, those old desires, they don't want to go away. You know, sometimes we, a lot of times, we don't want them to go away. Can I get a witness? Which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. That is so true. Deceitful desires. You know, those things that sparkle and are shiny and, and, and that lead you astray, it's all a trick, man. It's a trap. It's a trick. It's a trap to lead you astray, man, to lead you to a bad place. Does that make sense? Life in is corrupt through deceitful desires. And to be renewed, talking about new things, talking about a new year, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds. And God wants to change the way we look at things, man. God wants us to change the way we look at things. You know, the, the, you know how we perceive stuff. You know, stop chasing after all this stuff that's not productive, you know, but let God do a work in us. What's truly important, church, what's truly important? Uh, your family, absolutely, man. We love our family. There's nothing like family. But above that, we got the most high God. And he's blessed us with these wonderful families. And some of us, you know, we don't have the family we want or we look at other people's lives so like, man, I don't, I don't understand how this guy could have this or accumulate that. And none of that stuff matters. God is all we need. God is all we need. Easy for you to say. No, it's not easy for me to say. Man, I have temptations and rubbish too that I got to push away. I have the same tendencies you got, you know, but I got to give it away. Amen? And to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self. You got to put on Jesus. got to put on the armor of God. And to put on the new self. I'm not that person anymore. And to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So in other words, this is, this is what God is wanting to do with VLC, Victory Life Church. This is what God is wanting to do in our homes and in each of us as individuals, man. Make us more like Jesus. Make us more like Jesus. 
Make us more like our big brother. All right? So if it takes another crazy year, then that's what it takes. If it takes a wonderful, peaceful year where everything's cool, calm, cool, collective. All right. But see, God's way more, God's way more concerned about our growth than he is our comfort. That's a true statement, man. He will shake everything that can be shaken to get us to realize what really, really matters in this world. And that's him. Amen. Jeremiah 29 and verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you. Everybody knows this verse, especially if you hang out with me. We're going to talk about this verse because it is such an important verse in my life. I'm constantly chewing on this verse, man, so I don't get distracted, so, so I can keep my focus on God, you know. Okay, anywho, all God's people said anywho. Jeremiah 29 and verse 11, for I know the plans I have for you. Okay, church, who knows the plan? God knows the plan. You don't know the plan. But the beautiful thing, one of the beautiful things about this verse is God says, I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. I've got a plan for you, and it's not like you think. I'm, I'm not enjoying watching you squirm and kick and scream. That's not what I'm all about. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Now, if you're into underlining your Bible, if you're not underlining this in your neighbor, neighbor's Bible, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Underline that. Declares the Lord. Because this is the sovereign God, the creator of the universe, making a promise to his people. I got a plan for you. He's, say, he's, he's saying, you know what? I'm going to let you in a little secret here. And God doesn't lie. All right? For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare. Well, that makes sense because I'm about one paycheck away from signing up for welfare. He's not talking about that. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare. He's saying, I got good stuff for you guys. Plans for welfare and not for evil. So don't get the two confused where you think, well, God's just picking on me. God don't care about me. I'm not in his cool little club. No. He loves you with an undying love, man. He loves you and he is completely faithful. Matter of fact, he's saying, grab a hold of this verse when your world's falling apart. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. It's my favorite part. Future and hope. God's saying, I know life's tough. I know it's crazy. I walked around and I did it. You know, Jesus Christ was tempted and went through all the stuff that we go through. He just never gave in to any sin. But he knows what it feels like to be misunderstood, to be betrayed, to be sick. He knows what all that feels like. To lose a loved one. He knows what that feels like. And see, in this verse right here, he's saying, I want you to be excited. I want you to anticipate some good things coming your way. Real good things coming down from the Father. Real, true good things. Now, sometimes God's good things aren't what we would perceive or think of good things, you know. But God is saying, I got a good plan for you. I got a good plan for you, Sister Joan. I got a good plan for you, Kayla May. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Church, we need to get excited. Whether you like it or not, we're stepping into a new year. Remember not the former things. Don't let the past destroy us. Satan loves that. Here we are, we're either stuck in the past or we're just scared to death about the future, you know? And God is telling us, hey, just let all that junk go. 
and get excited about the future. Trust in me. Can I get a witness? Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I, behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness. Man, I like this part. I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. We can look back and see where our life has been maybe just dry and hopeless and stagnant and just miserable. And God says, I'm about to do something. Just trust in me. Trust in me because I will make a way where there is no way. And we do. Church folk, Christian folk, nice people. We need to get excited about the future and expect God to move in ways we haven't seen in years. You know, get excited about the amazing things that God is going to do in this new year. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be smooth sailing, but I know if I'm in rough waters, God is going to be with me and will get me through to the other side, Clyde. Lamentations 3 and 22 through 24. Talking about getting excited, man. I don't know what tomorrow holds, man, but God does. Listen up, church people. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. So last year was, was, was crazy, but God was faithful. I don't know what holds what's going on tomorrow or next year, but I know God's faithful. I know that we need to be excited. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Thank the Lord for that. You know what I mean? Thank the Lord for that, that he doesn't give up on us, that he won't throw in the towel. Like, oh, this knucklehead just ain't getting it. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Whatever I'm facing down the road, God's going to be there. They are new every morning. Isn't that cool? His mercies are new every morning. I thought that was cool. Talking about a fresh start, man. New mercies every morning. Give them some praise. See, mercy is us not getting what we deserve, man. And God says, I'm not going to pull my mercy back from you. I love you. I might have to teach you some lessons, but it ain't going to be because I don't love you or I'm picking on you. He's committed to us. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Hey, if you love your kid, that doesn't mean you're going to give them everything you, 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 they want, unless you're me. No, I'm playing. If you love your kid, you know, you might have to teach them some lessons sometimes, right? But you do it because you love them. You're not doing it because you hate them. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never comes to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Think about that. Great is God's faithfulness. People walk out on you. People get tired of you, you know. But God never will. He never will, man. He knows everything about you. Great is your faithfulness. So as I step into this new year, I got a faithful God that is my shepherd that says, follow me, obey me, follow my word, and let's grow in relationship, man. Let's grow in intimacy. More of God, less of me. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion. This was that, that, like that song that uh, Jamie and Rachel Jean were singing. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Church, that's where we got to be, to where my soul says, yeah, everything's kind of crazy. 
Every, my hands are cracking in a million different places because I'm constantly slabbing sanitizers on them and all that, you know, and everything's cracking. And I, I walked up to the Dollar General's and the lady's like, you got to go get your face mask. And I had to go back and get my face mask. And I walk in there and the, what I was trying to find, I couldn't find because they all bought all the toilet papers and life is just a mess right now. That God's faithful, man. The Lord is my portion. He's all we need, man. He's all we need. And see, look, look, Lamentations. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. My soul, even though everything's falling, getting crazy, all I need's God. He's all I need, man. He'll fill in the gaps. I just got to follow him. Amen. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. That's some wisdom right there, author of Lamentations. God's all I need. So I'm not going to get sidetracked in none of this other ruckus. I'm just going to follow God. You know, you want to be in God's will this next year? Follow him. How do I do that? Take that Bible and do what it tells you. And don't do what it tells you not to do. Does that make sense? I think I said that right. Anyways, guys, we've got an exciting time, man. Expect miracles. You're going to see some amazing things happen, man, but let's be expectant. And let's go all in, man. Let's follow Jesus. And we're going to have an awesome year, man. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, bless these folks, Lord. Heal our hurts. Restore our relationships, Lord. Let us put you first. Guide and lead and direct us. Let us be sold out to you, Lord. Thank you that the things of this world hold no value to us. Thanks for listening to this message from Victory Life Church. Go to victorylifechurchofmilton.com for more. And may God bless you.